Call it a Biggie versus Pac heads. First of all, Biggie's gonna win hands down when you're talking flow. Strictly from a rhythm standpoint, Biggie is a swinger. He swings like a horn player over jazz. B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A, no info for the D-E-A. He put more emphasis on the uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. He's just spelling his name. When people say Pac is the best rapper of all time, they don't just mean he's the best rapper. They just mean what he had to say was most potent, most relevant, and that he was the better human being. Tupac pulled from Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, all of, all the good speakers. Even though you was a crack bean, mama, you always was a black queen, mama. It's like pouring those words out because you mean it.
cut that shit yeah man i know i went for five minutes but god damn it wow every day man another fucking legend lost again so young man just a couple of just a, probably about an hour ago i got the news that shock g from digital underground passed away damn and um, I'm going to play the instrumental to one of the songs that he produced, man. And y'all going to be floored because y'all, a lot of y'all niggas didn't know that he he did this beat. And this is also one of my favorite Tupac songs, by the way. You could probably argue that maybe top two Tupac song for me. Oh, y'all ain't know that he did this one, did y'all? It's just that first five sec. It's the first five seconds of this this track for me, man. I had to play that back. Man, this beat is just so fucking stupid, bruh. But yeah, man, um, Shock G was found in a, a Tampa uh, hotel room. I mean, and um, we don't know what he died of yet. We, I mean, I, my guess is he probably died in his sleep. Hopefully that was that is the case. And hope it's not anything bad. But rest in peace to him, man. For sure, for sure, man. He was 57 years old. My goodness. He was actually born... On August 25th, 1963 in Brooklyn. He's originally from Brooklyn. He moved to Tampa and then he eventually settled down. You know, he was taking jobs in different cities across the globe. And he finally settled in Oakland, California, where he was one of the sparks of the Bay Area rap scene. You know, you remember Tupac and Resurrection said that he didn't learn the game until he got to Oakland. And um, without Shock G, it ain't no motherfucking Tupac. Tupac wouldn't have got no deal. Tupac wouldn't have got nothing. Atrian Gregory, Digital Underground's manager, put those two together and they made magic. And Digital Underground in the early 90s was the shit. They was the shit, bro. You couldn't deny that shit. Their first record in 1989 that that came out 
was called Do What You Like. Let me tell you something. That is a fucking banger. That's a fucking... That's a hit hit. That shit is out of there. Man, it just had that college radio vibe. You feel me? That party vibe. Which leads me to Digital Underground's debut album, Sex Packets. And oh yeah, man. Prayers to Money B, man. Prayers to Money B. From Digital Underground and shit. My thoughts go out to him and of course, Shock G family and his fans and shit like that. But definitely Money B. Um, Sex Packets had the biggest hit of Digital Underground called The Humpty Dance, where Shock G would parade around as a character called the Humpty Hump. That's what he was most known for. The dance, the costume, the outfit, the big nose. And all that shit, you feel me? Yeah, man. And then, um, same song comes out that debuts Tupac to the whole entire world. Pac's classic verse. You know, I'm around when I hung around with the underground. They used to clown Sam down. Man, nigga, what? Same song was out of there, too. That was also a banger. Fire. Fucking fire. He also produced... uh, Oh, yeah. um, And then... Um, let's see, what else, what else, what else they came out with that was crazy. Oh, man. In 1991, my favorite digital underground song, Kiss You Back. That's my favorite song by them. Although it was corny, it was super fucking catchy and infectious. And it was a, uh, it was a girl song. But... Digital Underground wasn't necessarily your average rap group. You know, they were, um, you know, while everybody else was doing hardcore gangster rap, Pac included, Digital Underground was more fun. It was about the party. It was about weed, liquor, women, you know what I mean? And just comedy and having fun and just clowning with your homeboys. But yeah, man, crazy, man, crazy. And then he would go on to do some high-level production. Um, he would produce I Get Around, which, and they would also feature on I Get Around with Tupac as Pac returns the favor. He would also go, I mean, I get around, obviously, I played that in the beginning. That's one of Tupac's most known songs. It's definitely in that top five most known Tupac song range. Then, of course, I already said he produced uh, 
So many tears for Pac. The one that fucked me up the most was um, Ring My Bell by Looney's. I never knew he produced that record. That's what shocked the fuck out of me. I was like, word. I didn't even know that. That was my shit. But um, rest in peace to Shock G, man. Alright. I listened to two projects today. Two projects. Oh, yeah. Actually, um, before I get to the projects, rest in peace to uh, NBA prospect Terrence Clark from Kentucky. Um, he passed away in a car crash. Yeah, sad story, man. His mother was with him when, you know, he eventually uh, passed away. That's sad, bro. He, I think he was 19 years old. Rest in peace to that young man. He had so much potential, man. But uh, anyway, more positive news, man. Let's move on to positivity. Um, I listened to two projects today. The first one being Corday, because obviously he left the group YBN. So now he just go by Corday. And, um, you know, Corday's debut album is one hell of an album. That was a great fucking album, man. And uh, Corday dropped uh, a new project today, man. And I was excited when I heard he, he, was, he dropped the EP. It's just an EP, by the way. But a project is a project, nigga. It was called Justin Teal because I guess Corday working on another album, his second album. So he gave us this faux pack of records to uh, hold us over and he did not disappoint. Oh man. Um dream uh my favorite songs on there was More Life with Q-Tip. Thornton Street is solid. Dreaming Color is solid too. But my favorite record on there is What's Up featuring Young Thug. It's only a four pack now. It's only four records. Um, yeah, Corday's project was very solid. Definitely one of the best uh, EPs this year, if not the best EP that's been released all year. Money Bag Yo dropped his fourth album today called A Gangsta's um A Gangsta's Pain and I was impressed I was very impressed by Moneybag Yo because I had always said that Moneybag Yo had a nice flow to him but he could never come out with a complete project of good music he would always drop some hot garbage so um with a gangsta's pain though this is a different look for him um this is a very good project i was impressed um my favorite song on there is projects you know that was produced by by the neptunes and that bitch not bro i also like wakisha i like shadas i like just say that um i like um least i ain't lie I like um, Go to an extent. I like One of Them Nights with Janae Aiko. I like Free Promo with Polo G and Lil Dirt. I, I mean, of course, Time Today. Time Today solid, but it's not one of my favorites by dude.
Yeah, and that's pretty much the the main highlights. Oh, if Pain was a person, it's fire. If Pain was a person, it's probably next to projects for uh, best you know song on that record. I mean, it was a very entertaining album. One of the best produced albums of the year. Absolutely. Um, Red Man and Method Man versus baby versus. Now we got a chance to put some respect on Red Man and Method Man's name. I always viewed Red and Method's top twenty-five rappers, but after watching their verses, it looks like I gotta increase their position on the all-time list, man. Because them niggas can rap. I mean, we I, we all know Method Man and Red Man can rap. But just seeing it and watching them perform, it truly hit different. And it was, you know, for the hip-hop here, you know, a lot of motherfuckers wasn't, wasn't on Red and Meth. They didn't get hip to Red and Meth until How High. I was hip to Red and Meth. I was hip to Red, man, when Time For Some Action came out in 92. I was hip to Method Man when he dropped Bring the Pain. I had Bring the Pain on cassette tape. The single, the maxi single. None of y'all niggas know shit about no no motherfucking single on no motherfucking cassette tape, you bitch, you. And of course, you know, M-E-T-H-O-D man and shit like that, so. And Redman and Method Man paid tribute and homage to many, especially DMX and Black Rob. And then it was exciting. I mean, you got to see Keith Murray. You got to see K Solo. You got to see DJ Cool. You got to see the Lords of the Underground. You got to see um EPMD. So basically the whole damn near the whole hit squad without DOS effects and Keith Murray. Crazy. But we got to do the round by round breakdown of the Man Man and Method Man versus because this shit was all over the place, damn baby. Oh, yeah, and Wu-Tang. Can't forget the Wu-Tang Clan showed up and represented for Method Man. RZA, Inspector Deck, and Cappadonna got on the stage together. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. All right, man. Let's do it. Round oh, okay they they when they first entered right yeah this is gonna be a long a long show so get your popcorn ready this could be a forty I'm gonna try not to make it forty but anyway so Method Man and Red Man entered the ring with this is for all my smokers this it was this was a four twenty presentation. And it was really fucking lit, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Now, round one. How to roll a blunt. Versus what the blood clot. And my winner was Redman. How to roll a blunt. I mean, what the blood clot was solid. That was on uh, Takao. How, how, how to roll a blunt was on uh, what the album. Red's first album. Then round two. Was hardcore. By Red Man versus Wu Tang Clan, shame on a nigga. You know I had to go with the Wu. You know, Method Man won round two. Um, 
round three. Red Man Can't Wait versus Jizza featuring Method Man Shadow Boxing. And that was a tough one, but I gotta go with Red Man. So it's 2 1. Round four. Oh. Yeah, round four. Okay, so then before we got to round four, Method Man and Red Man did 1 2 1 2 together. Funny how they did a song called 4 3 2 1 as well. Round four, we had Eric Sermon featuring Red Man React versus Method Man featuring Street Life with Dangerous Grounds. And um, I think this is the one where um, Street Life actually came out and performed his verse on Dangerous Grounds. And actually, you know what? I was wrong. Street Life came out to perform something else. We'll get to that later. All right, but I have to go with Red Man on this one. Is she go? Back to she go? Why did it go? Yo, just Blaze killed that beat, bro. Whatever she said, I'm like that. Like that song, React. That's a classic hip hop song, bro. All right, round five. Red Man, what I'm gonna do now versus Method Man and Red Man, you. And of course, I gotta go with Meth and you. Who the bitch nigga? You. Who the snitch nigga? You. That sh- That beat had a had a bop to that to that bitch, bro. Even though I like what I'm gonna do now. What I'm gonna do now is on my favorite Red Man album, Malpractice. Round six. Red Man, whatever man versus Method Man, the Riddler. I gotta go with Red Man, whatever man. The Riddler was solid, but, you know, because that, that was a commercial record. You know what I'm saying? For uh, the Batman soundtrack. The old school one. I think it was the one with Jim Carrey, George Clooney, and all them niggas in it. All right. Round seven. Death Squad, full cooperation versus Method Man featuring D'Angelo, Breakups to Makeups. And you already know, I got to go with Method Man, Breakups to Makeups. Round nine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, no, not nine. But uh, then how, all of a sudden, Red Man decides to perform a song called How's That? And then the next round was pretty much the Tupac thing, okay? I mean, I guess round eight, right? Was uh, Tupac featuring Method Man, Red Man, Inspector Deck, and the Dog Pound with Got My Mind Made Up versus Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. And of course, I got Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I mean, that, I mean, it's not even a, a, a response to that. Not even Tupac could save Red Man. Alright, then it was a break in between. Um they did bring out Keith Murray for uh Get Lifted, which is definitely one of the definitely uh my favorite Keith Murray song, Get Lifted. They bought him out on the first half. Then after the smoke break.
I mean, all right, so we got round nine, right? Because, you know, they did this shit kind of weird. They didn't do like a 20. They did like a 17, 18 type thing. All right, so we got Biggie and Method Man, the what versus Red Man, pick it up. And I got Method Man with the what. Like, that was a classic back and forth between Meth and Biggie, man. That was a fire track. Round 12. Janelle featuring Method Man. Round and Round Remix versus Red Man, Superman, Lover 3. And I got Method Man and Janelle. Listen. Understand this, motherfuckers. Y'all don't know how hard, man. You you just had to be there. Like the memes say, you had to be there to understand the potency of round and round. This was high tech. Zilla in his prime with the production. Janelle has some cute, some cute vocals. Method Man bodied the verse. Classic, classic hip-hop song. Alright, round 11, we got Tiana Taylor featuring Ghostface, Killer, Raekwon, and Method Man with Gonna Love Me Remix versus Red Man and Method Man Serial Killer. And I got Serial Killer by Red Man and Method Man. So Red Man takes this round. So Method Man leads Red Man five, 6 to 5 right now. Round round um, 12, we got Method Man featuring Street Life Squad Up. This is where uh, the Street Life's performance got fucked up because DJ Scratch kind of messed up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And had the vocals, Method Man's vocals still going while Street Life tried to perform his verse. He got upset about that. <laughs> that, was, that was a classic moment of that battle. But anyway, we had Method Man and Street Life Featuring Street Life and Havoc with Squad Up versus Fife Dog featuring Buster Rhymes and Red Man with Nutshell Part 2. And I got to give that to Red Man because Nutshell Part 2 is a banger, an instant hip-hop classic, man. Rest in peace, Fife Dog, by the way. Fife Dog got his flowers as well. Um, Round 13, Nas, DMX, Method Man, and Ja Rule. Grand Finale versus LL Cool J, Method Man, Red Man, and DMX, 4-3-2-1. And they did a DMX tribute, and I'm going to have to go with Red Man with 4-3-2-1. We got round 14, we got Method Man, Bring the Pain versus Red Man, Time for Some Action. And I got to go with Method Man on this. I came to bring the pain. Y'all don't know how many so- times I listen to fucking bring the pain. Round 17. Method Man, release yourself versus Red Man, I'll be that. I got, I'll be that. I'll be that. I'll be that. Alright, round 18. Method Man featuring Mary J. Blige, All I Need, Remix versus Method Man and Red Man, How High, and I got 
All I Need by Meth and Mary. I mean, you not, honestly, bro, you're not going to beat that shit, bro. Red Man don't have nothing in his catalog. Sorry, Red Man. That's fucking with that All I Need remix. Now, Red Man got shit that's fucking with the original joint, but not the remix, the RZA remix. Then we got, this is the deciding track right here for the for the W for the championship. This is the deciding track. This is the game seven right here because right now I got a tie at eight and eight to eight. Red man tonight's the night versus M E T H O D man, and I gotta go with M E T H O D man. So by my calculations, Method Man won the uh, versus. In a close 9 to 8. This is exactly what the fuck I predicted. I predicted that Meth's Wu-Tang catalog would be too much for Redman. Despite Redman having better albums. But then, after the competition, they decided to perform more songs. Redman performed The Goodness, which is uh, another one of my favorite Redman songs. Even though Busta Rhymes low-key body red man on that song i'm not gonna front despite red man killing his first two verses buster came on there and body red man on that song it would have been hype if he would have bought him out then red man did let's get dirty i can't get in the club with legendary dj cool from dc and he ended up doing let me clear my throat which is dope and that's crazy that that song is 25 years old. And DJ Cool is 63 years old, man. He still looked uh look look kind of young, man. And then Method Man and Red Man performed Ayo off of their uh album Blackout 2. That's another one of my favorite Method and Red Man songs. Shit was fire. Then all of a sudden Oh yeah, Wu-Tang came out to perform uh, Wu-Tang Clan Ain't Nothing to Fuck With Then EPMD And K-Solo K-Solo and Red K-Solo came out first To perform um, My Big Bro, My Big Brother With Red Man Because they look exactly alike And then Um EPMD came out to perform Headbanger with K Solo and Redman. That y'all gotta understand that Headbanger back in the day, that was one of the hardest songs ever. Like the Headbanger Dog. Then of course Wu Tang performed triumph and then last but not least meth and red performed their signature song which was the rock wilder man let me tell you something when you hear that boom when you hear that record motherfuckers go crazy microphone checker bass to selector dog both of these both of these dumb niggas killed that song bro I had a whole nother half of this show, but this Red Man and Method Man shit, 
you know, took up my time. So I'm going to get the fuck up out of here. Uh, this is King Known, Uncensored, Shock of the Hour Part 2. Rest in peace to Shock G. And I'm out of here.